Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Kimboology. This is episode 12. Oh shit, okay. Nung song sao si ha hok chepet gao sip, sip et, sip, fuck, I don't know how to say 12. Fuck, okay, well, I'm gonna work on that for next week. Um, <laughs> Uh, Spanish, uh, doce? Yes, I think that's what, I, um, yeah, it's once, doce, right? Oh my God, Spanish community, don't come for me. I'm working on my, uh, languages, so I'm trying to learn how to say, um, you know, 12 in different languages, and right now I suck at it, so sorry guys. <laughs> um, hi guys, welcome to another episode of Kimboology. It's your girl, Kimbo, by herself, solo dolo this week. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed, um, yeah, just all the guests that I've been having on. Uh, last week, it was my girl, Gels. We did that house music episode. That was super fun. Um, got some feedback from you guys, and you guys had a good time listening to it. So really, really happy that you guys enjoyed that. So thank you. Um, I did get a feedback on like the levels and like trying to make it louder. I'm going to work on that. I feel like there's something that's happening because when we're editing this podcast and things, guys, when you hear it, when we're hearing it, like when we're editing it, it's like super fucking loud. And then when I think there's something happening when it's like being transferred over that's like making the like sound a little lower um so we're still working on it guys you know we're still a little young spring chicken so we'll get there we'll get there we're gonna work on our quality quality so we can get more listeners because I definitely want to keep doing this for you guys I really enjoy it um this week is just solo dolo kimbo and I want to just get real and gritty with you guys and just update you guys on like what's going on, like what's going to happen. And then this episode two, um, I'm dedicating it to the hustlers out there. So right now, times are hard. Okay. Times are a little hard right now. And I know we can all use a little extra cash, a little kizash. I wanted to dedicate this episode just for a little hustler, the hustler hard episode. So I'm going to give you guys some tips and just some like little things and, um, you can guys can make some extra money. So, um, yeah, just little things that I've done um, to survive <laughs> throughout my 31 years. So um, I'm sure, you know, somebody can also be like, oh, you know what? I can do that too. So we're going to dive in a little bit of more into that later on in the episode. But let's just go ahead and update each other. Um, I'm still on a high from this presidency. Um, super happy with the turnouts. Um, so ha- Trump is being a little bitch. Okay, let me just say that. President Cheeto is being a little fucking baby and he just like keeps like crying about like how he's like got like, you know, the office was stolen from me or whatever. Like, motherfucker, if you don't sit your ass down and go like get the fuck out of the White House, like nobody wants you there anymore. Get out. Well, actually, not nobody. Seven million people fucking voted for him. So seven million people do want him there. So um, fuck him. But you know what? If he's in a, he's going to have to get out of there eventually. So, but he's being a fucking baby. If you guys follow him on Twitter, he just is like, he keeps saying like, I won the election. I won the election. And it's like, dude, are you fucking delirious? Like the numbers don't lie. Like, and then any, all you conspiracy theory whores out there that are like, yeah, the presidency was rigged. Like, you know, the mail-in ballots were fake. Like, fuck out of here, yo. People didn't want to fucking leave their house. I told myself I was going to go vote in person. Your girl voted 
by mail. Okay. So it was just so convenient. Like I had it sent to me and I didn't even, I forgot I signed up for it. And I was just like, oh shit, you know, oh, I have a mail-in ballot here. Well, fuck it. I'll just do it. You know, it's right in my fucking face. Why not? You know? And plus, you know, your girl wasn't trying to be out here in these streets. I was like, all right, if I could just fucking vote from home, it's convenient as fuck. So a lot of us took that. So basically the Democrats, all most of the Democrats did that. And that's where you saw like, you know, the numbers coming in for Pennsylvania and Georgia and all that stuff. And so that's why like it was blue and then bloop. I mean, it was red and then in bloop, it changed to blue. So he just, just be mad. Just, just stay mad and just get the fuck out of here. Nobody wants you here no more. All right. You're canceled. Goodbye. You're fired. Okay. President Trump. Okay. President Chito. Um, so yeah, super, super, um, happy about that. Also, your girl is got antibodies shout out to my antibodies uh another note that i got from like the last podcast was that everybody was like bitch you shot it out everything you shut it out your feet you shut out your hands you shut out your you know your mama you shut out your daddy you shut out you shut it out your antibodies like bitch what <laughs> so yeah i don't care i'll be the shout out queen fuck y'all you don't like it go somewhere else no i'm just kidding um yeah so what we have a little fun here you guys can do a drinking game and like you know every time i say shout out you can take a little shot fuck it you'll get fucked up and have a good time listening to my podcast what what (laughs) but i wanted to update you guys on my covid activity so yeah um your girl is covid free um i got my antibody test um shout out to mark my doctor um yeah he uh helped me out got get, I got some I got my antibody test and your girl has antibodies and your girl is no longer infectious so yeah I am super excited I feel much better um COVID is no joke so for you conspiracy theory bitches out there again this shit is real people are getting sick so mask up wash your motherfucking hands okay um there are some just like you know, like if you guys are like, it's, it's pretty standard, honestly, this from everything that you've been hearing in a sense of like, for how long you have COVID for and all that stuff, 14 days, you know, it's 14 days. Um, yeah, I started feeling better around the 10th or 11th day. I started to feel like, you know, having more energy and just like feeling better, you know? And then yeah, by the fucking like 12th or 13th day, I was like back to normal. Like I felt much better. Like I had you know, I didn't, I wasn't feeling that lethargic, just tiredness, just like that you just have for no reason when you have COVID. Um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty standard. But when you're in the thick of it, like when you're in the middle of that shit, yo, that shit fucking hits you and you just kind of feel like you're never gonna just like, it just feel a bit hopeless. So I, I, so for the listeners out there that, you know, have family members that have COVID or have COVID themselves, just stay strong. You got this, you'll get through it. I got through it. Um, you know, don't let people stigmatize, stigmatize you. Um, you know, it's out there, but a lot of people have gotten it because it's fucking like super everywhere. Um, but to avoid that, you know, like you, like, you know, wash your hands, you know, but you know, only, there's only like less than 2% of people that are, that this is fatal to. Um, so just keep that in mind, but like, you just don't want to be that percentage, you know? So obviously that's what everyone's scared of. Um, so yeah, just, um, but honestly, like, I feel like for me, like I'm a pretty strong bitch. Like I am a dancer. I am like always a hustler running out and, you know, I work out all the time. Like, it's like, so my, my immune system, I take my vitamins, all that shit. So 
I feel like I'm a pretty healthy person and, you know, I eat right. I, you know, all that stuff. So like, I feel like it does hit you. And if you aren't someone that's someone that takes care of themselves, I feel like it will affect you more than the other. You know what I mean? Like my partner had it and two, and like, he was like, it nothing phased him. Like he was like still eating. Like at one point I had lost my appetite. I like didn't want to eat anything. He totally just like was fine. So it hits everybody differently. But my doctor said it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that he had a different strain or anything like that from me. It just means that like our body just takes differently to it. So, um, so just keep that in mind. Um, so yeah, just, just be careful guys. Um, you know, we're for everyone that's out here, um, listening that it's in like the Western or wait in America or like on the Northern heaven hemisphere, right? Yeah. We're in our winter time. So it's cold boots now. Um, just, you know, we are going to have to go through this winter and get through it. You know, I honestly, the most thing that you have to worry about is just your mental health, like your mental state, you know, take care of your mental health. Cause that's, what's really hitting a lot of people. And it's like, I feel like everyone, there's obviously the short-term effects that we're all feeling from it. Obviously a lot of us are you know, you know, out of work and things like that, but there's going to be like severely long-term effects for this too. And so that's what we really got to watch out for. Like, you know, my doctor was saying that like, you know, there have been a lot of relapses lately because of COVID, you know? And so, you know, I just pray that, you know, you, you know, everyone can just stay in a healthy state of mind do what makes them happy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's wintertime. Y'all, I know we're going to, you know, be tempted to just eat, fuck and cuddle and Netflix and chill. But if that makes you happy right now, fuck it. You know, we can't even do shit. We can't go anywhere right now. We're on a, we're at a stay at like right now we're in Chicago or I'm in Chicago where we have a stay at home order. Um, so basically if you don't work, if you're not going getting groceries and things like that, they're asking us just to stay the fuck at home. So, um, so yeah, I mean, if you can stay at home, you know, but that just sucks. Cause it's like a lot of us are like, want to go out and you know, the restaurants are closed, so we can't even go out to eat. We can't, you know, see our friends like Thanksgiving's around the corner and so is Christmas. So it's like, they're encouraging us like not to see our families and, you know, and it sucks. It sucks. Cause it's like, at the, especially around this time of year, you know, we all want to gather and cook good food and, you know, and see our family and friends, you know, we want to buy each other gifts and spread love, you know? And so I've been getting like 25,000 notifications from everybody doing these like $10, like gift exchanges. I don't know if you guys have gotten like tagged in those too. Like, I swear to God, I got those, I got like 20 of them. I don't even know. Like there's so many people doing these like gift exchanges and things like that, which is super cute. You know what I mean? If you want to be involved in that, go ahead. I also read some comments like people were like, yeah, I signed up for this shit last year and I didn't even give my gift. I was like, oh shit, the ghetto. So, but then the people that are facilitating this, they're like, don't worry. I chose some good people this time. Everybody's going to give a gift. Like I was like, Lord, the ghetto, but it's a cute idea. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be a part of it this time. Um, just because, I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, we, we're going to do our own within our own family. You know, I want to just make sure I give gifts to, like, my baby niece because she deserves it. I'm going to buy my cat a new cat tree because he's a fucking spoiled little baby boy. And that's what's going to make me happy. You know, seeing my niece happy, seeing my cat happy, you know. Maybe me and the old man will go away and do a little trip or something like that. That'll make me happy because um, your girl does miss traveling so, so much. Um, but, yeah, we have to be safe, too, because with everything with – you know, there's all these sorts of like, you know, jobs are saying like, hey, if you go out, of, if you leave the state, you know, you got to quarantine for 14 days and whatever, you know. So they're being serious about the whole traveling, too. So we have we're just going to keep we're you know, we're we're keeping that in mind, too. 
So, um, yeah, because the old man, his job is deemed um, an essential worker now. He's an essential worker filming um, these shows in Chicago. Um, so, yeah, that's good for us in that sense. But a lot of people are not so lucky. I know a lot of people that have been hit with, you know, um, you know, especially with the restaurants. You know, the restaurants are not going to be opened, you know, all winter long. That's tough. That's going to be really tough, you know. A lot of people rely on that. So, um, but yeah, around the world, like my, my shout out to my Granada, you know, she's in Australia and she was saying that now, cause they have been on lockdown all the time, the whole time that America was like up and running, like they were on lockdown in Melbourne, Australia, and now they have started to open up. So she says like, she's like, girl, I woke up one day and then she, boom, everything was open, you know, because it's summertime there. So it's the opposite of us. So that means, you know, the summertime, people can be outside, it's a little safer. So they've actually opened things back up. So, um, yeah, so it just, it, it is, it is one of those things with like situation, like, you know, if you're, you know, if it's cold out, flu season, you know, cause there's not only just COVID, there's just like regular diseases, like, or viruses or whatever, you know, like there's regular flu, there's you know, cold, you know, like we had some wild weather where it was like super warm in Chicago. It got to like be in the seventies, you know, from international listeners, that's like 20 or something, 20 ish, um, degrees, um, Celsius. Um, I think, uh, don't, don't come at me, but, um, yeah, so it was pretty warm and then it got really cold again. So it went right back to the, you know, to the thirties, forties, which is, what is that, like one degree or whatever, Celsius or whatever, zero degrees, something like that. It's cold. It's cold. So, um, so yeah. Um, so just everyone, just take care of your mental health. Be, be safe out there. Um, but if that means, meditate, you know what I'm saying? Like that really helps. I know it's a lot of hippy-dippy shit, but meditation really, really does, does help. Um, and then oh, shout out to, shout out to Gels. You know, she was in the last cop podcast house music episode and she put me on to her girl Shanila Shanila. She is uh, on Instagram and she did like a free breathwork class on Sunday and I did that and that was really nice. Um, breathwork was like super triggering though too because it was like it made me deal with a lot of the things that I haven't been dealing with um, when it comes to like stress and business and things like that. So breathwork is great but it does make you kind of like see your blockages with your chakras and just like where your mindset's at and like why like if it's tough to do certain things with the breath work that's kind of showing you like a blockage and like kind of showing you where you need to kind of set your intention so yeah um so that that was like an eye-opening thing but it was cute it was fun um it was relaxing you know you're just fucking breathing and sound you know just uh, uh, you know just sounding all fucking weird you know I was like my partner was uh the old man was like what the fuck is going on over there you know why are you breathing all heavily like I'm taking a breathwork class you know I'm zenning the fuck out so <laughs> but yeah anyways that is like my little update um I want to dive right on in though let's get started with the episode shall we guys uh let's do our sexy sustainability sexy sustainability So yeah, this week I want um, to do Quip. So Quip is a toothbrush, a uh, motorized toothbrush. It's spelled Q-U-I-P. It's fantastic. I love Quip. I've been using Quip now for over a year. Um, it is a, basically it's a motorized, sleek, sexy looking toothbrush, but it's sustainable um, because basically what it is, it's a service, you know, you sign up for it. 
And obviously, if you if you ever use, if you're one of those people that use a motorized toothbrush, you're going to need to replace your heads eventually, obviously, because your tooth, your bristles get really disgusting after, you know, I don't know, like the length of when you should always, you know, change them because Quip does it for me. It's so convenient. Um, yeah. So you have to change your heads. But Quip, if you sign up with Quip, um, it's really affordable as well. Like I think when I first got the Quip toothbrush, it was like only like, I think it was like 30 bucks or something like that. But with that, I had a code too. I had like a 10, 10% off or $10 off code or some shit, which I will have a code for you guys for Quip as well. I'm going to put that in the show notes. Um, so you guys can use my referral code and get, I think it's like a free five, I think it's $5 or $10 off your order. Um, so yeah, so basically when you sign up, when you do Quip, um, they will send you your heads, um, every three months automatically. And it's only $5. What? Yeah. They send you the new head. They send you a little, cause it is battery run. So it isn't one, it is, it isn't one that you plug in, but I will tell you guys that when you have the ones that you charge, it's so bulky and it's just so, you know, like I went and I traveled a lot. So like, this is like super skinny and sleek that like, it's so easy to travel with. It's like super sexy. Like you can choose like rose gold or like gold or black. So it's like one, it's all fancy looking in my bathroom. You know, I have it like stuck on the mirror. Um, and yeah, it is so convenient. It's so sleek and sexy. And they send you the heads every three months for only five bucks. Um, and it's super easy to change. Their packaging is compostable and they're all sustainable. So they'll send, I think their packaging right now is all made from paper, which love, 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 because they're always thinking about the environment. Um, and yeah, they'll send you a new head and a new little small battery. And then you just take off the head, put the new battery in, put the head back on, the new head on, and that's it. It's so easy. So I don't know if you guys have experienced with motorized toothbrushes, but like it could be like a cosa. It could be a whole thing to go find your heads and go to the store and then you know, with your big bulky motorized toothbrush and then changing your head is a thing. And then it's expensive. Like if you go to the store, it's like you buy three or four heads and it's like fucking 50 or 60 bucks. I don't know. It's expensive. So like I love Quip because it makes it so easy. I don't ever have to think about it. I just like when it comes in the mail, it comes in the mail I, and I change my, my um, toothbrush head. So, and it's five bucks and it's so convenient. So Shout out to Quip. Um, they're not paying for the sponsorship, but honestly, I love them and they're sustainable and I'm going to leave a code that way you can get a little um, little discount too. So I'm all here to spread the love and shout out to you, Quip. Um, if you want to, you know, sponsor your girl, shout out to me, okay? Or shout it out to me. So yeah, guys, that was this week's Sexy Sustainability. Um, so yeah, I'm going to switch it right on along to the recycling of the news. Uh, so the recycling in the news, guys. Um, so yeah, this I want to talk a little bit about. Well, I'll just tell you a little bit about what I've been doing too. I've been listening to um, one of the podcasts that Joey and I from the investing and the finance, the financial literacy episode that we did, the I Love Money episode. Um, this is a podcast called Money or Market Mondays. They're awesome, guys. So if you are interested in stocks and like money and all that stuff, which I really highly recommend you do, because um, it's really good to get in to get into investing in things, guys. You can save a lot. You know, you can get into it, and if you really know what you're doing, you can make a lot of money. Um, you can plan for your for your retirement. Um, these guys are really nice. These guys are really awesome. It's like three, I think, three black guys that started this. Um, I think they have an invest. Like they have, I think their Instagram is like. 
learn your leisure. Or something. I'm going to s- put all this in the show notes. That way you guys can know what I'm talking about. But basically their podcast called Market Mondays and like they put you, they give you all sorts of tips about the, the stock market and like about what's going on and, you know, with, with the current state, with obviously with now with new, a new president, you know, and or coming into the office, like how that affects the stocks and how that affects businesses and things like that. And they talk all about that. And they talk about how like the economy was always better, usually with a democratic president and just really good tips. Like they're really smart guys. They've done their research. They have like this whole like university that I'm not a part of, but I'm really considering, um, to teach you all about stocks and things. And they even give you like free stock tips. Like it's great. So shout out to Market Mondays. You know, I don't know, they're they're three dudes. I was listening today and, you know, they were just letting you know, you know, like obviously with, you know, things to look, look into, into the future, you know, like I, let me just say too, you know, disclaimer, I'm not giving you any sort of tips to what to buy because I don't know what I'm talking about, but there are people that out there that do. Um, But it's just like, you got to look and see and hear what's happening in the, you know, in the now and also pay attention for the future. You know, like now there's like more states that have legalized cannabis. So obviously that doesn't mean a national federal legalization of marijuana so it's still illegal to transfer marijuana you know state to state but it's on the rise like we're gonna get there eventually i feel like so cannabis is something that you know people that their um investors are are always saying like you know keep a lookout in you know and then your girl does have some cannabis stock out there so um yeah so that's always something to like kind of like you know, look into. Um, also with this, you know, vaccine coming out, guys, you know, we should also pay attention to that because um, with the vaccine, you got to pay attention to like what companies are going to be like financing or like going to be setting up people. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to like, this is what my, you know, this is what the old man told me. He was like saying that like the NFL or the, like the, in the sports world, you know, what the vaccines, like who's doing the vaccines for them. He told me it was like CVS and your girl, Kimbo here, stay, I stan CVS. I love CVS so much. I save so much money by going to save CVS. Like, you know, you get those like really long fucking receipts that are like, f- like a football field long of like, you know, of receipt. Like, I love that because like coupons are like my thing. You know, I got it from my mama. You know what I'm saying? My mama loves res- coupons and saving money too. So, um, whenever I go there, like, it was so funny cause I put my, like the old man on and he's always like, you know, like we'll go there and like our total will be like 140 bucks or something like that. And it goes all the way down to like 60 bucks from like my coupons, like all the fucking coupons that I like save up and shit. And so he's like, yo, like you've even put me on to fucking some, you know, CVS. Like who knew? You know, I'm like, yeah, I love CVS. Like fuck Walgreens. I love CVS. I'm a, I am a CVS girl all the way. Um, so yeah, I'm totally going to invest in CVS. That's just me because I love CVS and I have been hearing that like they are going to be in a, the leaders when it comes to this like vaccine thing. Uh, we have a long ways away, you know, obviously like we're, we are above 90%. That's what, it's, what the, you know, the papers are saying that, the, you know, the things out there are saying is that like we have a vaccine that's over 90% effective. So that's really good. Um, so that's really good for us. Um, yeah. So, you know, basically with that, the stocks have changed and they're actually getting really excited. Businesses are excited now. The stocks are doing better because in the hopes of like, ooh, okay, you know, like, you know, this vaccine, yes, the economy is going to get better. Yes, people are going to start, you know, getting their jobs back and, you know, buying more things, spending more money, da 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 you know? So that's what I've been kind of like 
paying attention to as well. Um, because I want to learn, I want to be really good when it comes to that stuff, but you got to like do your homework. You got to pay attention. And so market Mondays is like a great podcast to listen to. Um, if you're just kind of like trying to learn, um, about stocks and things like that, like I would recommend that. Um, cause these are some smart guys and they've had, they've been doing this for quite some time and they've had some, um, some good leads and they give you free stock tips, which is great. So I'll just give you guys a little bit of that. Um, did you guys watch the SNL um, tribute or the SNL episode with Dave Chappelle after the election? That was so good. Did you guys like it? Um, I'm talking to you guys because I don't have a guest today. So, um, yeah, I loved it. I, you know, Dave Chappelle was just up there being himself, being himself. You know, he's an old he's an old comedy nigga now, just up there smoking his cigarettes, not giving a fuck. You know, he said some problematic shit, but I, I feel like he's gonna kind of going towards that being like problematic. You know, like he's trying to kind of like that's his thing. It's like he's always been like out there, you know, with like, you know, with his Dave Chappelle show, which fuck them because you know, even on if you saw this SNL episode, like Dave Chappelle straight up said, like, yeah, so uh, my show, the Dave Chappelle show, like you know, the Dave Chappelle show, is on Netflix and is on HBO, and I'm not seeing a dime of that money. I'm just like, yo, that's fucked up. Like that show is you. That is your show. And you're saying that you're not getting any money, you know? And it's like, obviously it's because of the legalities and like the contracts that he probably broke when he left and said no to that $50 million deal, which good Lord. I, I look up to Dave Chappelle show so much because he's a super intelligent, like he's, he's really smart. Like if you, Oh, also watch his, um, Watch his David Letterman. Um, it's uh, it's on Netflix. It's it's called The Next Guest. It's like David Letterman, The Next Guest. It's on Netflix, and Dave Chappelle was on that episode. Uh, was on his show too, and it was really good, you know. And he's he's back to living in like his small town in Ohio, and he like he doesn't live in like he doesn't live in L.A. You know, he lives in Ohio. Like he's like so, and like he's really smart. He's really intelligent. You know, he's done his work. Uh, he's done his like homework, and like you know yeah his comedy is like problematic for some people but it's like you know with the, the jokes he did he made a joke about like um like what was it like woman's like equality or some shit and he you know i mean like i don't agree with him but i, I mean he said that to get a rise out of people you know he's he's trying to be problematic he's trying to he's trying to make you know the, why is it the, why do we go and watch dave Chappelle? because you know he's gonna t- say something controversial or he's gonna you know may, do something you know that's gonna like make our jaw drop, our jaw drop. You know what I mean? Like the skit with, when he was like calling out like Pete Davidson with, with, he's like, yeah, this big lib ass nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you ain't black. What the fuck? Like, it was so funny. Um, also Dave, Dave, uh, Pete Davidson like creeps me out cause he looks a lot like my ex-boyfriend. So I'm just like, Ugh. but, <laughs> uh, I'm just, every time I look at him, I'm just like seeing my ex-boyfriend. I'm just like, Oh, you, you look so much like him. But anyways, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I just, I did love it. I, and I loved, you know, obviously I loved, you know, Biden playing or uh, Jim Carrey playing Biden. So funny. You know, he, uh, he's just, I, I love Jim Carrey. I think, you know, I, I don't know if I've ever expressed how much I loved him. I love him before, but I do love Jim Carrey a lot. He's great. Um, so yeah, that, that was hilarious when, um, you know, they did their whole, come, um, you know, Kamala Harris, you know, ugh, fuck, um, uh, what's her fucking name? 
oh my god what's her name Ru- uh, Maya Rudolph there we go when she plays uh, Kamala Harris so funny she, I love her you know and then um, oh my god and then like also with the SNL episode Foo Fighters um, performed and I, I love Foo Fighters like back in my like emo days back in my like you know middle school like emo girl like I like rock music days alternative music I fucking loved Foo Fighters and like they play times like these the song which is one of my fucking favorites um and I had to like search back into like you know I had to go I like it like took me to a time where I was like a young angsty teen, and uh, you know I used to fucking watch their music video where they're like under this beautiful bridge and they're playing and there's like all these people throwing like like stuff off this bridge and that music video is like lost like I had to do some digging it's not even on YouTube or like Vivo or whatever I had to like find it on Facebook or some bullshit I don't know but it, that was the original video that's the original video that I remember seeing as a kid and I couldn't find it but um shout out to the Foo Fighters like I love the Foo Fighters um so yeah that was a great episode so if you guys liked um the SNL episode or if you guys like Dave Chappelle or if you know, that was actually like the oh, fuck. What did they say? They said that that episode got like the highest reviews that they've gotten in like years or something like that, you know? And I personally agree. I mean, I would understand because I'm not one of these people that normally goes on and watches SNL live. Like I usually just kind of like, oh, OK, you know, I'll hear some some tea be like, oh, you know, like so-and-so was on SNL. Oh, OK, I'll just watch some some snit, snippets or some skits later. Like I, I don't watch it live when it pops up but because it was Dave Chappelle and I knew he was gonna say some like you know I knew it was gonna be some shit because he just we just found out about the presidency you know in that sense and like so yeah it was like exciting you know so I really I tuned in and then I also saw all these fucking like new people they have on the show like um you know like I see you know an Asian guy on there now I see like you know black girl shout out to you black girl I don't know her name but you know I see you girl um yeah i'm i'm so happy that it's starting to be you know inclusive um what's her name kate mckinney she's so fucking funny i love her she's hilarious um yeah i just yeah i was like oh this is nice like i haven't watched snl in years like live like this you know um so it was cute it was a cute little throwback um so if you haven't watched that episode definitely check it out it was really i think it's worth watching i think it's worth watching um yeah also, one thing I watched, which pissed me the fuck off, was Antebellum. Did you guys watch that fucking movie? Oh, good Lord. I made a mistake. <laughs> First of all, fuck my friends, because my friends told me, like, yeah, Kim, get really high and, like, watch Antebellum, because they've seen, I think it was, like, my girl, Sen, or, like, Jealous. I don't know. F- fuck you guys, because you guys told me to get high and watch that, and I shouldn't have got high and watched it because I got high boots. I made my edible cookies like I normally do um, because someone ordered a batch from me. So I was like, okay, let me make my edible cookies, you know? And I'm like, no, have a cookie. Um, They were really fucking strong this time. I was like, Lord, girl, like I ate that cookie and I was high boots, okay? Um, And so I watched Antebellum and, oh my God, I was so fucking paranoid. Like I legit... Like, me and my, me and the old man had to, I had to, like, stop the fucking movie. Like, literally, like, I think I got, like, I think I only had, like, 15 minutes left in the movie, which was the good part at the end when she actually, like, fucks these niggas up. Like, she actually, like, kills, like, burns them alive and shit at the end. Sorry. So, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Um, if you haven't watched Antebellum, don't listen to this. Just fast forward a little bit. Um, yeah. 
she actually fucking like you know towards the end she does get a revenge or whatever but i stopped it like right before because i was like when that nigga took out his motherfucking cell phone off that horse i swear to god i had i was like cracking up because i was high as fuck and i was super uncomfortable because i didn't know what was going on so like i look over and like my the old man he's just like did that motherfucker just pull out a fucking cell phone from his horse and i was just like i started i just started cracking up i started laughing i'm like no this nigga did not put out a cell phone what is happening right now what is going on if you haven't watched antebellum watch it guys because like basically the premise of this motherfucking shit is that they basically take in the, in this time in this world of 2020 they are taking they are taking like the smartest most intelligent most badass black people and they are like kidnapping them and taking them back to the uh slavery times in modern day in modern day time in 2020 world i mean these motherfuckers had trump hats on and everything you know what i'm saying towards the end when you saw them trump fucking shits the you know make america we saw the maga hats and shit this was this time current and they actually had the motherfucking caucasity i mean i i was like they no they did not go there no they did not go there i was so angry first of all i wish a nigga would try to fucking kidnap me and make me a fucking slave again you got me full blown fucked up i'm like black people are way too strong right now to be fucking kidnapped and made fucking slaves again you got me fucked up there ain't no fucking way that would happen no more oh and this girl and obviously you know um janelle janelle monet is gorgeous by the way and she's the main character of the of the movie and like she's like this like in the modern times like she's like this badass like She's got a PhD. She's got, like a, she has this awesome book that she wrote. And like, she's like this like badass black woman. She's got a, she's got like a beautiful family. They kept, they kept like focusing on how beautiful her family was and how in love they were. Like the dude is just like a great father. And like their child is like this golden, beautiful little black child that she's like this beautiful brown baby girl. And she's just like, I love you, mommy. Like it is so cute. Right. So they do that to you on purpose because then they take this baby and they kidnap her and make her a motherfucking slave again and i said bitch get the fuck out of here hell no they tried it they motherfucking tried it. i got so mad i got so angry so like i had to stop the movie when i was high and i talked i talked to the old man and i said i cannot continue i am getting really upset i am paranoid as fuck i'm too high to finish this movie so we actually had to stop the movie and I, I finished the movie the next day in the daylights because I was like, oh, hell no. You know, white people are going to be coming at my door trying to kidnap me. Um, and I finished it. And then to my, you know, yes, obviously when the movie finished, she had her revenge. She got them niggas, you know, the fuck up out of there. She saved the rest of the... Because like there wasn't just her. There was like niggas everywhere kidnapped. There was like, they had mad slaves, which question mark, question mark, the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like they be, and then like she was like the um, crazy white bitch that she fucked up in the end was all like, um, yeah, I didn't choose you. Like my, like, you know, the other general, he really wanted you. Cause like basically she got kidnapped and she was made a sex slave too. She was a slave picking cotton in the daytime. And then at night she had to fuck this fucking white man at night and sleep in, sleep in the same bed as him, you know? Oh, oh, the caucasity. Let me tell you. I was so fucking like, I was so angry. It just made me so 
angry. <laughs> oh, God. Jordan Peele really knows how to fucking piss black people off. And it's gotten some, like, I know it's gotten some bad reviews. Um, I don't think it was necessarily a bad movie. I just think that it was, like, just, they actually fucking had the nerve to go there and made a movie. Like, like there was no way, I, like, there was no, I never even in my right mind would have thought to make a movie and take in, you know, like, take, modernized black people and put them into like slavery again like you know in that time and like make it a thing you know it's just it just fucking racked my brain and then shout out to Gabrielle Sidibe who you know Gabby said Gabrielle Sidibe Gabby Sidibe she was you know the main character on Precious um if you watch that movie and she was on the show Empire and if you guys didn't listen to I think the second episode with my friend Jeremy I was on Empire a lot so I actually worked on set with Gabby a lot I don't know her like a friend friend like that, but we've had, I, I mean, I've worked with her numerous occasions on set. And when I tell you that Gabby and that character in Antebellum, that's actually like how she is. Like, it's so funny because um, the reason why, like, I bet you everybody was like, damn, Gabby is funny. Like, oh my God, I can't believe, did you guys see how Gabby Sidere was? Like, da, 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 whatever. Um, yeah, I believe it because that's how that bitch is. Like, I mean, she's funny. Like, she's not, like, this, like, impression. Like, that's why she fucking, you know, didn't she win, like, an uh, Academy Award or an Oscar or some bullshit for that, for for Precious? I think she did. Um, or something, because it got so much Oscar, but or it got nominated or some shit. But she was badass because, like, she fucking played the shit out of that character, because that's not how Gabby Sidibe is at all. Like, she is, like, this, like, really exuberant, you know, like that's how she is you know so I was like like kind of like I was high as fuck too so like, it was just like really like you know everything when you're high is like everything is like amplified you know what I'm saying so I was just like out here watching Gabby just like you know remember when that motherfucker went to her with her table with and like offered her a drink or some shit and she's like nigga um we are drinking champagne we ain't drinking this vodka cranberry da, 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 da. like she's like get your shit together nigga fuck you though whatever and then she's like yeah and here's my number call me later I was like okay Gabby but I like Real tea, that's how she is, you know? Like, that is, like, her self. So it was kind of funny that, like, she got to kind of play more of herself in that role. I wouldn't, like, like mind you, like, I don't know her like that. Gabby, if you're listening out there, you know, girl, you know, hey. <laughs> Remember us on Empire, you know, when I was a little background girl standing, you know, running around, whatever. You know, we had a couple conversations here and there, but like I said, I don't know her like that. But she is like, but I got obviously on set, like when she would talk to like the actors and like everybody, like she's funny, she's funny, and that's kind of how she is. That's like her, more of her character. So it was, you know, it was good to see it. I was happy to see that. So, um, so yeah, I mean, you guys watch it. It's worth watching for sure, but don't be super high like I was because then you're gonna think that white people are gonna be pounding down your door and trying to kidnap you. So yeah. So there's that. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah. Um, let me think. Was that all that I wanted to talk about? Mm. Oh yeah. I like, I like recorded this episode already before, but I was, you know, I had COVID like a motherfucker and I was not feeling good and I recorded it anyway. And then I sent it to my producer, the old man, and he listened to it and he said, he, he's like, I got five minutes in. And I said, hell no. Cause that shit sounded like shit. So, so I had like, I was taught like in the other episode that I recorded prior to this, like I was talking about Kanye West on Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, cause you know how, uh, Joe, Kanye West was on Joe Rogan's podcast, the, the Joe Rogan experience or whatever. Um, and it's like a three hour long fucking podcast. It's long boots. And they talk all about some shit and, 
I don't know if I want to dive really deeply into it because honestly, like the election already happened. But in that episode, he talks about like how like y'all we need to vote for him and shit, write in Kanye West on the ticket and bullshit, whatever. But he he also did talk about like some like he he ta- he like talked about like sustainability, which I thought was kind of cool. Like he had some ideas on sustainability and like how he wanted to like start this like town or like a commune and like and have it run all sustainable and shit which i'm kind of here for because you know i love me some sustainable shit um but then he also was talking about like abortion and i like what women should do with their bodies and i was like skirt nigga chill like don't tell women what the fuck they need to do with their own bodies fucking chill you know um yeah because he yeah he was talking about like planned parenthood and all this other shit and but then he also was saying how like he was like saying he was shot he was like calling out like companies and how like they definitely know that they definitely know how to be more sustainable but that's not how to make money and so he was like saying like how companies don't even make products anymore that are that are you know good quality anymore because they know that if it's they make things too well that it won't break and then like people won't buy buy it again you know like that whole bullshit I mean come on how many of you when a new iPhone pops up you know, your iPhone ain't working out. Your, your iPhone ain't working. It's fucking freezing on you. You run out of be- you run out of memory and all that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, why is it? Oh, coincidental. Oh, shit. You know, the new iPhone came out. Oh, shit. Now I got, you know, now my fucking shit's not working. And then now, um, if you're into the whole gaming system in the gaming world, PlayStation 5, I think, is out now or coming out soon. And yeah, my, you know, the old man's fucking PlayStation ain't working. It's all freezing up and shit ain't working and all that. It's like, come on, y'all. Like, fuck out of here with this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, I don't know how the fuck that's like, it can't be legal that they do that shit. Because then it forces you to buy the next product, you know, the new product, because they want to make fucking money. So, so yeah, he did talk about that and shit. So I thought that was kind of worth listening to. So if you guys did want to like check out that podcast episode of joe rogan with kanye west i think it's worth listening to um i still don't see it for him but i watched i also watched kanye west's um dave letterman's uh the next guest episode on netflix and that was also super interesting too um there is like a super awkward part too in there where um dave letterman wanted looked like he wanted to punch kanye in the fucking face um and and kanye did too you know they they both kind of had this really uncomfortable moment which was like mad like I don't know. It's worth watching. It's worth watching. So, um, yeah, I still don't see it for him, but I also, he also acknowledges that he's like bipolar as fuck and that he has like episodes and that I'm not going to make fun of anyone that has mental illness. Like that's not cool. You know? So if he, if like, I, I'm choosing to just, you know, like I listen to him in, I take him in grain, like a grain of salt, whatever the whole saying is like, I'm can only take Kanye so much, but I also have to keep in mind that he is bipolar. He, you know, he has mental illness, you know? So it's like, all right, well, I'm not going to make fun of him. You know, you know I'm not going to talk too much shit in that sense. So, yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, that's it, guys. Um, yeah, that's all I kind of wanted to talk about with the cycling and the news. Because um, I did want to go into the hustling portion of the episode. So, before we do that, though, I'm going to take a really quick break. And we, and we will, will be right back, right back after, after these detailed, detailed messages. messages. Let's get down to the nitty gritty and I want to give you guys some tips. I want to give you guys some things that I've just been, um, want to share with you. This is the hustling, hustling hard episode. Um, so I want to just give you guys some tips, any sort of help I can give you or, you know, 
ideas on how to like make a little extra coinage or save a little money or whatever, I'm always trying to share the wealth of knowledge because it's hard out here in these streets and I'm always just trying to um, help people out. So, um, so yeah, and these are just things I've done, you know, I've survived 31 years and like things that I've just done and I'm like, all right, you know, I'm going to share the knowledge. So, uh, I have a few tips. How many do I have? Let's see. I have 10. So yeah, so I have 10 tips on how to be a hustler. I have 10 hustling tips from your girl, Kimboology Kimbo. Um, and the first one is eBay. I have talked about eBay in the past, um, but I'm going to shout them out again because eBay is totally worth it. I do need to invest in eBay because I love eBay so fucking much. Um, eBay is great, guys. Um, if not, if you don't fuck with eBay, there's always OfferUp or Poshmark or even Facebook Marketplace is great. Um, if you guys, I'm obsessed, obsessed with watching like American Pickers and like Pawn Stars and like re- American Restoration. So there's all these shows about how people find these like really dirty or just like old looking things and they're worth a lot of fucking money. You know, I love seeing that. It's like finding fucking treasure in your own like dirty garage or whatever. You know, these people travel the country and they look in people's dirty, disgusting. Um, this is American Pickers, this show. It's great. Um, they travel the world and they look through people's garbage and they find all these treasures that are worth, you know, some hundreds, some thousands of dollars. It's a fucking, it's amazing, you know? So who, you know, you guys can do it too. Like go through your closet, like see what you can get rid of. You know, I'm sure there's, there's clothing in there that you don't wear, you know, always name brand things are going to sell. You know, you got to keep that in mind. It, condition is everything. So, um, yeah. So just go through your closet, go through your house. You know, clothing is the easiest because it's the easiest to ship. Um, you know, but anything name brand, you know, anything name brand. Uh, if things, if you have, if you go in your closet and you have tags on things still, post that shit. Sell it on eBay, you know. Um you might have to just go down a little bit in the price, but it will sell. Like my shit on eBay, like I've been on eBay since 2000, 2008 and I'm a top rated seller. Shout out to me. Um, but yeah, I've been working really, like I post all the time on eBay and some things though, like if you post on eBay, like eBay will have where they like give you like, right now I think their listings are like, they're giving you 200 free listings or something like that. Um, just like you can post things up there for free. So if it doesn't sell the first time, resell it, relist it, put it up there again, put it up there again, put it up there again. I mean, sometimes, sometimes it takes me a week to sell something. Sometimes it takes me a month. Sometimes it takes me two months. Sometimes it takes me a year. Just keep posting it. You never know who's looking on there. I mean, I, I went to like the thrift store. I got this cute vest, wore it a couple times, was like, fuck it. I don't need this anymore. Posted on eBay. Someone just bought it from me. Um, and they, they were like, oh, I want to buy this from you. I want to use it for my Halloween costume. Boom. Sold it. And I made money off that because I like bought it for like five bucks or something. Sold it for like $18, you know? So you just never know. You never know, guys. Um, so yeah, I really encourage you guys, if you guys have some extra time, you know, if you have a day off, Go through your closets, go through your jewelry, go through your, you know, maybe not makeup because they can't sell makeup because that's gross. Um, yeah, just be creative, you know, think think deep. You know, if you have antique, cool looking items, you know, post it. You never know. I sold, like, my, my father was a musician and he had lots of, like, uh, equipment for music and things like that, which I'm like, I never knew what the fuck like, it was a lot of random shit, you know, but there was this old, like, machine. I forgot what the fuck it was called. But I ended up selling it for almost $1,000 on eBay. 
it was just sitting in my basement. It was like this, like, it was like a old equipment for like stereos or some shit. And it wasn't that big or anything. It wasn't that heavy. And I literally posted it. I put it up there on a whim. I didn't know anything about it. I was like, oh, I'll just post it up on eBay. Who knows? Right. I put it up there for like $99. I'm like, whatever. Bitch, when I tell you, people started bidding on that shit like like left and right. Apparently that shit was like an antique or it was in high demand because I sold that shit for almost a thousand dollars. And I was like floored. I was like, I had no fucking idea. It was just sitting in my basement. Right. So keep that in mind. Um, so that's number one. Okay, guys. So definitely, definitely check out eBay, check out Post uh, Poshmark, offer up Facebook Marketplace. Facebook Marketplace is good because then like people like can just you can just meet people up and just like exchange it like or they can just pick it up from your house so you don't have to worry about shipping, which is always great because shipping sucks. Um so yeah, definitely keep that in consideration. Um so that's number one. Number two, this one's a little bit, you know, a little bit on the like scantily clad, a little dirty, a little skanky side, but it's also a way to make money. Uh I also, well, it kind of ties into eBay as well, but I was a pole dancer. Like I told everyone, everyone, you know, if you listen to my podcast, you know, I was a pole dancer for seven years. Um, and I accumulated lots of pole heels. So I would wear my pole heels. I would teach classes. They would be disgusting because I would wear them out. I would, there would be scuffs and, you know, I wouldn't wear socks in them. So they would stink and they would like the, the lip would, the sole would be coming off, be ripped. Some of them will have holes, the straps broken. Honestly, the shittier my heels looked, the better they sold. So I would post my heels, uh, my foot, like and foot fetish people would buy it. I would post them on eBay. And yeah, so there is a market for foot fetish people that are into this whole foot fetish thing. Um, and they will buy your stuff. Now, uh, when you post it on these platforms like eBay, you got to be careful on how you word it because they will flag your product if you like say like, hey, foot fetish shoe. You know, they, you can't do that. You know what I mean? Like they're going to be like, ah, flag it and pull it. You know what I'm saying? They're going to, you know, mark it as, you know, you can't do that. So when you post, like say if you have like, you know, shout out to my pole dancers out there. If you have old heels and stripper heels and things like that, or if you're a dancer, if you strip, um, and you had a bunch of pole heels, you know, the dirtier, the better, you know, if it was really dirty, if they smell or they crusty and all that shit, I know it sounds disgusting, but I'm telling you, I would get the weirdest questions. I posted them and I would get the weirdest questions. These motherfuckers would slide in my DMs and be like, Hey, is it really smelly? Does it have a really strong odor? Is the bottom sole really flat? I'm just like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like I was just kind of like, yeah, it's really stinky. Yeah. It's fucking smells. Yeah. It's fucking disgusting. Buy it. You know? <laughs> and like, so yeah, I would do that. And kid you not, I would make all my money back. Like I would say I would buy a Perry Hills for like 70 bucks. I would sell those fucking back for like 70. And that's after I wore them and made them disgusting and everything. So yeah. There's totally a market for that, but you just got to be careful when, when you post it, you can't say like those words, like foot fetish and things like that. You have to say like pre-worn, you know, uh, uh, loved, I don't, some people say like loved, per, like previously loved, which I think is kind of creepy. But if you say pre-worn, like that's fine. You know, that it's not going to get flagged because you're, sh- you're just showing the condition of the shoe. You're telling people it's pre-worn. Um, but I would also put in the description like, Hey, you know, I used to, pole dance I was a pole dance teacher or I was a stripper whatever I would put in there I would I would basically I would act like I was a stripper because when it came to you know 
foot fetish guys they bought them because they were like "Ooh, yes i have this stripper's heel and i'm like i'm gonna like smell it and come in it or whatever the fuck they do i don't know it's disgusting but um it's not my business you know what i'm saying you buy my shoe i don't care what the fuck you do with it you know what i'm saying just give me my money you know what i mean <laughs> so yeah that's totally a market guys so that's something you can consider um also your panties ladies um there is a website called, fuck, something gray. I forgot the name of the fucking website. I'm going to have to put that in the show notes once I get it. Um, it's called something gray. I forgot the name of it. I, I was on it for a little bit, um, but then I, I didn't make any money. But it's a website just to sell your panties, guys. And it's a UK-based online website that you can post your pre-worn, used, smelly underwear, smelly panties, and you can sell them and make money. Yes, there is a market for this, guys. People will buy, men will buy your panties, ladies. Um, you know, like the in there's a whole thing, you know. It's like a, you know, fetishism, you know what I'm saying? I, you never know. You know, people are into that type of shit, you know? So if you want to make some extra kizash, fuck it, sell your underwear. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna judge, you know. But the only thing with that is I tried it, you know. And I did go on this um, website, which I, I will get the name of it, and I'll put it in the show notes because um, I just can't think of it at the time, at the, at the moment right now. Um, but it was something gray. I know it was something. Sophia Gray. Boom. It came to me. SophiaGray.com. And I will still put it in the show notes. SophiaGray.com. And it was um, a website, a UK-based website, and you literally posted photos and things of your panties. And I remember that I didn't sell anything. And I also like you had to pay like a initial fee or whatever just to like have a profile. But I will tell you that you got to market yourself just like anything. You got to market yourself. Right. So a lot of these women and people that have success with selling their undergarments and selling their underwear, they market themselves on Twitter because Twitter is like is like the underbelly like it's like CD like you can actually get away with like posting CD shit like a lot of sex workers a lot of like dancers and things like that they all post their things and like they kind of like market themselves on in twitter because instagram and like facebook like will flag you there's all sorts of like you know they slut shame and all that stuff they ban shit uh look up the hashtag black girls twerking that shit ain't you can't even find that shit on instagram because they banned it you know like it's so fucking stupid um but if you look up white girls twerking that shit ain't banned tell you that right now fuck them um let's not even get into social media and how it's fucking racist but whatever anyways um, Sophia Gray, you can sell your panties, but you have to market yourself. If you're going to be a sex worker, if you're going to go into that world of sex work and sell, you know, your underwear and things like that, you got to market yourself. You know what I'm saying? These, there's millions of guys out there and how are they going to know, you know, like you're just one woman, you know what I'm saying? Like, how are you, how are they going to know? Like they're, they have a sea of people to choose from, you know what I'm saying? You got to sell yourself. So that means your fit, your photo has to be dope or you have to engage with an audience. You have to like market yourself. So you have to post, share your link. Like, Hey, this is my, this is my Sophia Gray guys. If you're interested, you know, things like that. So, um, that's how it works. So if you do, if you really want to be serious about it, get into that. You got to market yourself, get into the Twitter world, get into that, you know, and find your market. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was number two. You know, I kind of got, got really dirty really quick. Sorry for my, you know, PG listeners. Um, number three is brand ambassadoring. Um, so number three is brand ambassadoring. And brand ambassadoring is actually how I made my coinage the most. Um, it's great. I loved being a brand ambassador. I worked for various amount of companies. I would say the majority of the companies I worked for were mostly liquor companies. Um, and basically, you know, now it's a little, it's a little scarce now. It's a little, 
It's a hard market right now because of COVID, but I'm telling you, it'll come back. It'll come back. And I can't wait for it to come back because you will find these brand ambassador jobs on like, I would go to like Facebook and like there'd be Facebook groups. So you just look up like Chicago brand ambassadors or brand ambassadors in your city. Um, and there'd be local groups and there'd be, um, you join that group and there will be companies and there will be brand ambassadors and, um, you know, other leads and other marketers or whatever um, that will post jobs on there. And with brand ambassador, your average pay is like $20, $30, $50 an hour. It's really good, actually. Um, you only get like shorter, you get shorter shifts. So like I would work like two, three, four hour shifts at a time. But if your pay is a little bit more, your pay is like $30 an hour or $40 an hour or $50 an hour, you're making good money, you know? Um, and honestly, it's easy work. You know, I would work at Binnie's a lot. I would be the, you know, if you ever go to Binnie's and you see the girls selling liquor or like giving you samples of liquor, boom, that was me. I was doing that. Now with COVID, that is not allowed. So it is tough. Um, but not only that, there are other companies that need brand ambassador too. I would, I worked for, um, TGIN, which is a huge hair, um, curly natural, curly hair, natural hair company, um, in, right here in Chicago. It's a Chicago based company. Shout out to them. I love them very, very much. Um, they have always had my back TGIN. I love them so much. Um, I'm actually, I do some work with them even now, so it's great, you know, but I did a lot of work in the past with because there was events. There were so many events that we did. So I would work with them. So I would do brand ambassador work with them. But so but there's many companies you can work for. So it's not just liquors, food. You can do food. You can do hair. You can do makeup. Um, so yeah, you just got to kind of look and dig. But my the best way I would find work was on Facebook groups. So I'll go on Facebook, go up to Chicago Brand Ambassadors and just look through. And I basically you know, made all my money there. I made most of my money there. So I would just hustle and I would just go and pick up all the gigs that I could. Um, like I get, again, things are a little bit, um, like, you know, scarce right now. There's not that many jobs now, um, because of COVID. But once, once obviously with this vaccine, hopefully things will go back to normal and we can go back to working and hustling again. So if you guys did want that making extra money, keep that in mind for the future. Brand ambassador is amazing. I love to do it. So yeah. Um, but right now though, because of, um, COVID and things, there are ways like you can kind of, um, I think a lot of retail companies have let go of their main employees. So they're not hiring full-time or part-time employees anymore, but they are hiring like temporary work. So there's other, there's other ways you can do that too. So like my friend just said that she, um, worked at like Jimmy Choo for like two days in a row and all she had to do was stand and like tell people like, and only let like four people in the, the, in the place at a time, you know, and tell people about the sale. That was it. That's all she got. And she got paid like $16 an hour to do that. So yeah. So there's work. So you just got to dig, you know? Um, so yeah, that one is number three. Number four is Postmates, uh, food delivery services, Postmates, Caviar, DoorDash, Uber Eats. Um, when I was, when I, when was it? I really got into this doing this when I got back from Australia after my backpacking trip for three months. Um, I did this heavily. So I had my car and I would just literally deliver food. I would just fucking do that all day long. Um, it's a good gig. Honestly, I still might keep doing it. Cause like, it's just easy money. You can do it whenever you want. Uh, it's an app. Once you like choose your platform you want to work for, you just, you know, go through the whole onboarding processes to, to work for these companies. Um, and once you do, you can just turn on the app, say you're available to work and you'll get a ping and they'll tell you to go to McDonald's and buy, 
uh, Whopper and fries, you know, and buy it, boom. And then either some companies will give you a card or some have it pre-ordered. You just go and pick it up. You don't even have to pay for it. And you pick it up and you deliver it to the, they give you the address where to deliver it to, boom, tell them that, you know, whether the person says, hey, I'll meet you downstairs or leave it by the door, you deliver it, boom, you get some money. Super easy. Anyone can do it. I mean, it's a great way to make extra cash. Um, so yeah, Postmates is a great one. I got fired from Postmates, so fuck them. Um, <laughs> I don't know what happened. I think I just like, somebody was just like petty and like reported me from not for being too late when I delivered their food, even though I was the shit at it and I always, you know, hustled my ass off. So whatever, it's, it is what it is. Um, but there's DoorDash. DoorDash is doing really good. I actually just heard that they're going to start to get, it, you know, go on the, uh, be have their own stock or whatever the whole word is. So yeah, DoorDash is doing really great. Um, so DoorDash, uh, Caviar. Oh, actually, DoorDash bought Caviar, so Caviar doesn't exist anymore. So now it's DoorDash. DoorDash owns Caviar. Um, and then just oh, obviously Uber Eats. Uber Eats is another huge one. So um, yeah, you can work for these platforms and make sex, make extra cash delivering people's food. Super easy. So yeah, that's number four. Uh, number five is working for Uber or Lyft. So if you don't want to deliver people's food, you can always drop off and pick up people. Now, obviously, in this world of COVID, you have to keep in mind, you know, that there's a little bit of a, you know, risk that you're doing, you know. That's why I like the food, because the food was just food. You know, I didn't have to worry about having people in my car. But if that doesn't concern you, or if you can rig your car where there's plastic, you know, separating like those taxi drivers um, have in your car, fuck it, you know, people make a living. That's like all they do is just doing Uber and then doing Lyft. So um, that's totally a, a thing as well. I did Uber and I did Lyft for quite some time when I was, when I just got back from um, traveling. Uh, I did that. I delivered food. I like picked, I, that's how I got into brand investing. I like would do that. I would hustle my fucking ass off. I was delivering food. I was teaching dance. I was driving, picking people off with Uber. I was doing brand investing gigs. I was, you know, doing everything. I was doing alterations. I just like, I was a hustler. I was just like anywhere I can make a book, I would do it, you know? So yeah, so that's an option too, guys. Uh, so that's number five, right? Number six, number six is a little bit, um, more of a like learning curve too. So number six is you can, you can actually attain and and help yourself out when it comes to like if, I know I kind of mentioned this before in a prior episode, but it's like with churning your credit cards. Um, yeah, churning your credit cards uh, was basically like bang, paying for all your stuff with your credit cards, um, paying attention to your credit cards um, when it comes to like uh, whether they have affiliations with like, um, like for example, my Chase card, uh, they had like a special where like if you go to PetSmart, you get 10% back or whatever. Like on sometimes on different people's credit cards, if you look and pay attention to all those companies, if you buy at specific companies, you get cash back just for shopping there. So just make sure, keep that in mind. So just pay attention to all those cash back things because that's really great. Because like, if you got to buy stuff, like I have to buy stuff for Georgie anyways, my cat. So like I'll go to PetSmart instead of going to Pet, uh, Petco or whatever, just, and then I'll save money and get money back, whatever, you know? Um, so that's great. So just keep that in mind when you're turning your credit cards. Also, you know, I had a whole, I'm telling you, I had a whole episode about this prior, but you know, when you open up credit cards, getting those mileages, getting those um, bonuses and stuff like that. And then, you know, if you spend thousand dollars within three months, getting those bonuses, keep that in mind too. That's always smart. That's always good. Um, and then, but there's also other platforms like stash 
Stash is another platform, but that one's geared towards um, saving money and getting money back for your stocks. So like, you know, and then like, it's basically like you get to like, when you use your debit card, which is Stash, you actually like the extra money that you, that you have left on it, you can take that and you can invest your money into, into stocks. Like, so Stash is like, it's, um, it's like in encouraging you to use that first year stocks. So I'm still learning more about that. I have a stash account. I'm still learning, learning, learning more about stash. I'll, I'll keep you guys posted on stash. Um, and I'll keep everything in the show notes if you guys are interested in learning about that. So I'll put some links in the show notes. Uh, another awesome one is Dosh. So it's D-O-S-H. Dosh is fucking awesome because it is a free, free platform. And all you do all you do is when you go on Dosh, it's an app, download it, you uplink, you upload all of your docu- all your credit cards and your debit cards that you use frequently, especially. And they have a list on Dosh of like, like every um, company that they work with, but it's like well-known companies. I mean, Walmart's on there. I saw Finish Line. Like there's these huge companies' names on there, right? And if you go, as long as you go and you buy the product through the website, so say you either go through the go through Dosh, go on Dosh, go to walmart.com through Dosh, and if you buy something on that, you get cash back automatically. You just get cash back. It just gives you free money. It's great. And keep in mind, if if your credit card has uh, an extra 10% back too on your credit card, you get that money too. So for example, right? I don't want to con- confuse you guys. I had PetSmart on my Chase credit card. It said 10% back with your purchase. So like I would get 10% cash back just for using, just for going to PetSmart and buying it and using my credit card. But if you look at Dosh, Dosh also had PetSmart on there and they were giving back money for, for Dosh too. I forgot how much it was, but so all I did was go through Dosh's website, connect to PetSmart, buy something through PetSmart with my credit card. And I got cash back from PetSmart on Dosh and I got cash back on my credit card as well. So you get cash back in two different fucking places. I'm telling you, you got to pay attention. The money's out there. You can save money, 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 honey, okay? Uh, that's just an example when it worked double for me, but it's not always the case with every company. But, I mean, I mean if you're already going to buy stuff, like, just look on the website. And I usually just check Dosh, like, every now and then, every couple of days or whatever. And I, you know, it, I mean, there's regular companies all the time. I think there was, like, Dunkin' Donuts on there. Like, there's all these normal companies that we already patronize we already buy from already so why not go through the website and make it a little extra cash and get more cash back for nothing you're gonna buy it anyways right so there's that guys um so yeah that was number six um number seven number seven guys um number seven is a huge great way and you can still do it now if you're in the chicagoland area um i don't know you check your check your local area wherever city you're listening from um but background acting Background acting is great, guys. A lot of people actually just, that's actually how I got into acting was from background acting. Um, It's a great way to make a little extra cash. Um, So especially right now, for all my people that are out of work, say the restaurant industry is, you know, a little bit slower right now. Um, Check out, go on Facebook, um, and there's all these groups that you can join with background acting, and you can find your gigs through there. A huge one here in Chicago is Four Star Casting. Um, They hire a lot of the background for big shows like um, Chicago PD. Well, actually, Chicago PD is not through Four Star. They do like, they know they did Fargo and they did all these other shows. But um, 
Chicago PD has their own extras casting. You could just look up Chicago PD casting. Uh, I think Chicago Fire and Chicago and Chicago um, Med. They are now through. Um, I can't remember. You can just go on Facebook groups and just kind of search them and just say, hey, where do I find, you know, Google, like, you know, extras casting for these shows. And I'm telling you, it's a great way to make extra money. Right now with COVID, you are required to do the COVID testing on site to be able to do background work. But it's easy money. It's easy money. Um, some of these companies, some of these um, shows will require you to use your vehicle and you will get a bump. You'll get extra money for even just having your vehicle there. So, and I think that's actually a lot more prevalent right now because they are trying to keep things safe. So a lot of people are, a lot of shows are requiring people to have their own cars so they can, so you can stay contained and you can stay away from the actors. So, um, so yeah, guys, that's an extra, that's a great way to pay extra money is doing background work. And it's super easy. You don't have to have any prior um, experience. That's why it's called background acting. A lot of it is just, is just walking back and forth on the street or if they, the, the, the director will be like, okay, you two, I want you just to be sitting there and just pretending to talk. You know, don't, don't actually make noise, just pretend to talk or, Hey, you two walk down the street and, you know, and that's all, that's all you're doing. And, um, sometimes you're going to be there for a couple hours. Sometimes you're gonna be there for three hours, four hours. Sometimes you're gonna be there for 15 hours. You never know. That's one thing about background acting is that when you're there, you just got to stay there for the long haul, you know? (laughs) So keep that in mind. Okay. So yeah, that is my number seven, um, is the background acting that, which is a great way to make extra cash too. Um, number eight, the next one is, uh, uh, my friend, shout out to Sen, Senya, uh, she just put me onto this. So for all my traveling people out there that have extra cash, extra uh, foreign coins, foreign money, um, I like to collect foreign money when I travel. Um, I like to collect notes. I like to collect the coins. So if you have any of that extra cash right now from foreign places that's lying around and you really need the money right now, you're like, I don't need this fucking peso. I don't need this Thai bot. You know what I'm saying? Let me trade this in to get... M- American, my current, my currency money so I can pay my bills. Right. Um, she put me onto a website called foreigncurrencyandcoin.com. I'll put this in the show notes. Um, and she said, it's a website, uh, that you go there, you find the coinage, the coin converter, and you, you know, you find what kind of money you have, like what currency it is, um, and what foreign money it is. And then you say how much you have of it and you rack up and you collect all the money you want to exchange And then it tallies that all up for you and you take that money and you package it up. They send you a, a, like a postage and you ship it to them and then they send you the money. Now I know what you're thinking. You're like, girl, this is fucking legit. I haven't done it yet, but if you go on the website, this website, it has, it's like got five-star reviews there. It's, it's a trusted website with the BBB. It does. It didn't look ghetto. It didn't look janky. Um, I will be doing this because I think that there is some extra coinage, some foreign money that I can get rid of and I can use the extra money too. Um, so yeah, keep that in mind. So it's called foreigncurrencyandcoin.com. Um, check it out. Let me know what you think. Uh, and it looks completely legit for me. Um, and I'll do it and then I'll keep you guys posted in the future. I'll be like, Hey you guys, I totally did it. And I got some money back or whatever, you know? So yeah, if you just have that money lying around and you need that extra coinage, if you need that extra money, um, why not? Right. If you got to pay some bills and you're like, Kim, I need some extra money. Where can I get some extra money? Like, you know, I'm a little short this week. I need extra money. Boom. You have that foreign money, trade it in, get some real money or not real money. Get your, your, your actual currency in where you're at money. So yeah, keep that in mind. Um, so yeah, that was a good one. Thanks send for that tip. 
Um, the next one, which is number nine, is OnlyFans. Burr, 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 right? OnlyFans. Um, I'm not on OnlyFans, but I know a lot of people that are, and people are making their motherfucking coin on OnlyFans, okay? Now, uh, if you guys are like, what the fuck is OnlyFans? OnlyFans is like a platform that you... It's your own platform and it has a reputation for it to be a little seedy, little like, you know, if you, you know, post like, you know, your titties or you post your ass or you post you fucking on it, whatever. It's your only fans. So you can post whatever you so fit. If you're into foot fetishism, you know, if you can post your feet or whatever have you. Um, but it does have that stigma of like, we're like, oh, Kimbo, you got an OnlyFans? Oh, shit. Girl, you showing your titties on there? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of what people are going to assume when you have an OnlyFans. But when I tell you, like, like all these celebs are having it now. Cardi B has an OnlyFans. I think hers is like $19.99, $20 a month or something like that. People are paying. So people subscribe to your OnlyFans. You set the fee to how much you want to charge people per month. And you just create your content and you post it on your OnlyFans and people will watch you. So, I mean, you can, you can go on there. You can fuck. You can, you know masturbate you can show your titties you can just eat naked you could just do whatever you fucking want you know what i'm saying um and you can set your price you know you can make up your own price be like hey guys subscribe to my OnlyFans for ten dollars a month 9.99 a month or whatever but keep that in mind you know if you have like you know 100 fans that subscribe to you that's some good fucking money you know what i'm saying like i know somebody that fucking did that girl she made like one thousand dollars in the first week you know, with her OnlyFans. So I was like, I am not mad at it. Now, keep in mind, market yourself, you know? So you got to market yourself. Um, these platforms like Facebook and Instagram, they're not supporting sex work. You know, they don't support strippers and sex work and things like that. So you want to go on like the Twitters. You want to go on, you know, you're going to have to market yourself. You can do it to an extent on Instagram, but if you hashtag certain things, you know, they're going to flag you and you're not going to get the followers that you want, you know? So just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Okay. Twitter is where it's at. If you're trying to like get into that CD world, Twitter, you can, you can do anything you want there. So <laughs> shout out to Twitter. Um, and the last one, this last one is a little bit more intense because it's like a, I don't know. I mean, I haven't done it and I don't know if I would do it. Um, and, but it's an option. Number 10 is an option for you. If you really are, you know, want to make some extra money, uh, you can sell your eggs. You know, women have sold their eggs on there. You can also sell your blood. You can sell your semen. Um, but like for men out there, they want to sell your sperm. Uh, but selling your eggs, I've been hearing like stories that like women have sold their eggs and like they sell their eggs for like 10 stacks, like $10,000 or some shit. Um, I don't have any websites for you guys. Um, because I've never done this personally. Um, if you want to do a little bit more research on that before you really do it, but like I've heard that it could be quite, you know, painful like the whole process to get the eggs like I think they take this huge like needle and they like shove it down and you're like blah whatever um to get the eggs out but if you're like young and you have like really fertile eggs and because there's the older you the older we get our eggs are gonna you know they're not gonna survive you know I'm 31 myself so my eggs aren't doing too well you know so um if you're young and you need extra money like I've heard people can make bank off selling their eggs so um and then obviously I don't know what in some places like when it comes to selling sperm I think there's going to be like specific requirements and like they do a lot of screening like I think they test everything like test your blood they test your background like you have to go through this intensive like background you know to get money off of it but um 
do the research. You know what I'm saying? That's just an option. You know, I know, I know it exists and I know people that have done it and got some really good money. Um, so it just depends on how, how, you know, how bad you need the money, you know? <laughs> so it's just an option. You know, I just want to put that out there. So, but I haven't personally done it myself, but that's just something that I have, you know, come up with. So yeah. But yeah, that's it guys. 10 ways, uh, that I have thought up right now where you can be a hustler and make a little extra coinage, a little extra money. Um, I hope that helps. Let me know, reach out to me, be like, Oh my God, Kim, I did not know about, you know, uh, Sophia Gray, I can sell my panties on there. Like, Oh my God. Like I didn't know that things. I just sold my panties for like a hundred dollars. I don't know. You know, it just, who knows? Let me know if this works for you. Um, or you can just, you know, shout me out, always reach out to me. Um, you know, you can always email me. You can always hit me up on Twitter or Instagram or I got all the, I got all the socials. So find me, reach out to me. I would love to hear your experiences. Love, love, love. Always and always leave me, a, you know, rate me, leave me a subscription, uh, subscribe on Instagram. Uh, oh my God, look at me. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Spotify, but you can always leave me a comment on Apple Podcasts. That's, those are the ones I do read and I do keep up to date with them. So thank you for that. Please do that. I would really, really appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I hope that helps guys. Let me know. I'm really curious to see if that does help you guys. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's it for that. Um, but before we move on into the next one, let's just take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we will be right back after these detailed messages. And we are back. Hello, guys. Um, so, yeah, it's time for Meditate, Masturbate, or Medicaid. Yes. All right, guys. This week, I want to talk about meditate. Um, yeah, meditate this week. I have a really, really cool one for you guys. Um, it's going to tie into audiobooks, audiobooks. Um, I recently have gotten into audiobooks. They're great. Um, but as you know, with everything, I know there's like, uh, audible.com and that one you have to pay for, you have to subscribe, but I found a free app. Oh my God. We love free. We love free shit. Right. Um, so yeah, if you guys are into audiobooks and you guys want to start listening, getting to the whole audiobook thing, um, for me, I love it because you know, I listen to podcasts down. I love podcasts so much. And so audiobooks is just a very easy, smooth transition to audiobooks for me. Um, but if you have a library card, you can get the app called Libby. So it's called Libby, L-I-B-B-Y. Um, I will put this in the show notes. It's the Libby app and it is a free app with your library card. So it's basically like a library um, on your phone and you can rent books just like you would rent them at the library and you can listen to them and you can listen to the audiobooks. There's free audiobooks you can rent. Um, I just recently listened to the Michelle Obama becoming Michelle uh, bec- becoming Michelle Obama on um, on the Libby app with my library card and I rented it and it was very long. Um, I think it was like it took me like a few days to get through, but it was good. It was so good and I learned so much about Michelle and I stan Michelle Obama so hard. I love her. She's amazing. She's such a beautiful, amazing woman. And I learned more about like you know their their life and just being in the president's you know their life in in the White House and just you know being the first black family in the White House. It was so amazing to hear. You know, um, so yeah, that was great. I l- really loved it. Um, I also rented like this awesome podcast book about how to like you know. 
be successful with my podcast. Um, I forgot the name of the book, but it was really great. I found that with the Libby app. I just recently listened to that. Uh, I was listening to The Alchemist um, on the Libby app too. Just some good good names. Like there's some really like, you know, good books, like not just like shitty ones that you never heard of. Um, so yeah, there's some good stuff. Um, not every single book is on there, you know, obviously. Um, but yeah, there was a good selection. So if you do want to get into the audiobook thing and if you don't want to subscribe to Audible yet, um, I definitely recommend the Libby app. So I thought that was a great one. So, and it ties into, you know, listening and meditating, so to speak. So that is my, um, meditate, masturbate, medicate segment this week is the Libby app. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Let me know if you guys actually listen to audiobooks on there. I would love to hear it. I would love to hear it. Um, so yeah, I'm going to just wrap up this episode, guys. It's been fun. It's already, you know, we've already been talking here for a little bit. So let's wrap it up with the quote of the day, shall we? And the quote of the day this week is, before you speak, listen. Before you write, think. Before you spend, earn. Before you invest, investigate. Before you criticize, wait. Before you pray, forgive. Before you quit, try before you retire save and before you die give and that is by William A. Ward I thought that was a good quote this week because you know it's tying into the hustling hard episode um with all of our you know talks with stocks and saving money and credit cards and things like that so I thought it was a really um yeah that was a real good quote that's kind of you know cohesive to this episode so I hope you guys enjoyed that And yeah, guys, that is it. That's all I have for you this week. I hope you guys enjoyed the Hustle Hard episode. I hope you guys learned some tips on how to save some money, make some money. Um, As always, reach out to me. I want to know if you guys have had success with this, um, if you guys have been selling your panties, if you guys have an OnlyFans now. uh, Let me know. Reach out to me. I'm all ears. I want to hear the tea. Give me the good tea. Give me the spill the tea. Um, yeah, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Shout out to all my listeners, all my international listeners, all my Chicagoans, everybody. I fucks with you hard. You guys make me who I am. Um, I really appreciate you guys listening every week. Um, and you know what? I've been wanting to do a, I've been feeling very festive and been wanting to do some giving And, um, I was thinking, I'm like, how am I going to give back? I really want to give back to the community. I know I don't have a huge amount of listeners yet, but I want to grow my audience. And I just feel like giving, like it's the, we're in the, we're in the age of giving, you know? So we're in the, you know, we're going into Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, and I know things are, times are hard and I know, and I'm very crafty. I'm a crafty ass bitch and I have lots of talents. So I want to share the wealth and share the love. And I think it's a good idea for me to do a giveaway, I'm ready to give a do a giveaway, but I want to do it when I have another large download celebration. You know, I had a good one like when I reached, when I when I reached a thousand downloads, I was like, "Yay! Oh my god!" You know, yeah, shout out to me. I did a, like a little post on my Instagram. You know, but for my next big download um, accomplishment, I want to do a giveaway. I actually want to give back to you guys because you guys have been listening to me, and I really, really appreciate it, you know? And shout out to everyone that's shared this episode, shared any of my episodes that have talked about it, that have sent me messages, that have reached out to me. I really appreciate it. You have no idea how good it makes me feel, you know? Um, cause I'm doing it for y'all. I really want to do things for you guys and I want to form this community. I think it's really, um, 
it gives me life, gives me a sense of purpose. Um, and so, yeah, I want to do that. So what I'll probably do is, because obviously I want to encourage you guys to listen to my episodes and not just, you know, get free shit from me, um, which, you know, whatever, it is what it is. I get it. We all want some free shit. Um, what I'll probably do is have a code word at the end of my episode and I'll have you like, I'll post it on my social media, probably my Instagram and say like, Hey, I'll be like, Hey guys, if you say the code word and have you, and I'll have you guys like tag someone on Instagram or something like that, I will send you guys, I will ship you guys a gift. And I have some great gifts, guys. I don't know if you guys have watched, if you guys don't follow my Instagram and see the things that I've been like creating on there and repurposing and stuff. I have some dope shit. I have some really beautiful lamps that I've made. I've been making all sorts of shit. I am killing it. So I want to give back. I have some really cool stuff to give. So if you guys want, like share this episode, share the, like share the knowledge. Um, I think it'd be really fun to do this giveaway. I'm going to do, I'm going to announce it officially when I reach my next accomplishment of downloads. So if you guys want me to give away, give you guys something free, uh, listen to my listen to my podcast more. S- share it, you know. Uh, if I have my next um, big accomplishment with my downloads, I will do a giveaway, and I'll have a special word code that I'll have secretly in the message towards the end. And I'll have you guys, if you guys send me, you know, if you guys reach out to me and give me my proper code that I have given in the episode, I will give you guys a free gift. I will ship it to you. I will send it to you. I don't care. I'll give it to you. I don't care if you're in fucking Kenya. I will send you something. Okay. It's going to be mad expensive, but I will do it (laughs) because I believe in my audience. I believe in you guys. And I want to share that. And I, it will make me feel so good. That'll be like my Christmas gift to myself is giving to you guys. So yeah. So, um, that keep that, you know, that's going to be coming soon. That's going to be coming soon. I really feel I'm in the spirit of giving. So, um, so keep a lookout for that. Yeah. So yeah. All right, you guys, I'm going to let you go because your girl needs to go and get some food and get the fuck out of here because I'm tired. So yeah, (laughs) I love you guys for listening and just see me. um, Yeah. Tune in to me next week for some more Kimboology fun. All right. I love you guys and talk to you soon. Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. Well, shoot the damn dog.